0: Listening to the Sports Stove with host Vince Stover. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. NFL quarterback free agents and possible trades. We might even talk about some XFL quarterbacks today. Looking ahead to quarterbacks in the NFL on today's Sports Stove Podcast. Welcome into today's Sports Stove Podcast. Looking forward to talking some NFL quarterbacks, free agency, and everything uh, as far as right fits for quarterbacks on teams. Not necessarily looking at exactly where these players will go, but some possible fits for them. And then we will follow this podcast with another in the coming days, looking more at the rookies, incoming rookie quarterbacks, and talking about them. But let's just talk about those that are already in the NFL And at the end, we'll talk about some that are in the XFL as well and maybe where they fit. Let's start off with the prized possession of free agency this year is quarterback Tom Brady. Tom Brady, after playing all these seasons in New England and having won Super Bowls and been MVP and been one of the greatest players of all time, now is the possibility he walks away from New England to play somewhere else. Now, this obviously would not be the first time a superstar quarterback left the team that they are known for and the team they've won Super Bowls with to go on and play with another, Joe Montana, Joe Namath, uh, Brett Favre, all these different guys that have done this in the past, but I have to admit, I didn't see it coming with Tom Brady. I still think there's a very good chance he ends up in New England. The more and more that the reports are coming out saying he is leaving New England the more and more I believe he is staying in New England, but there are some other possibilities for Tom Brady. Where could he fit? Well, honestly, anywhere. The argument has been that Tom Brady will not leave because he'll have to learn a new system, and he's so old. and And why would he want to do that? Well, let's be truthful. No team is going to bring Tom Brady in and say, "All right, learn our system." Uh, whatever team Tom Brady goes to, if it's not New England, they will implement. The system Tom Brady is used to, or at least very similar to it, as opposed to making him learn a brand new offense. It just doesn't make sense to bring in the greatest quarterback of all time, at least you could argue, and make him do something that he hasn't done his entire career. So wherever he goes, it'll still be a very similar offense to where or to what he was doing in New England. A few teams that that seem to have been uh, brought up recently outside of New England, Tennessee Titans because of his relationship with Coach Vrabel, and also Nashville these days has been a an off-season destination, many celebrities and athletes have moved to Nashville. And so Nashville is definitely a, a possibility for Tom Brady. And I don't think Tennessee is the right home for him. The Los Angeles Chargers have been brought up multiple times. And a lot of people said, oh, he wants to go to L.A. and 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 all of that. But I just don't think, I mean, the Chargers have talent. They've got running backs. They've got receivers. They've got a tight end. So they do have the talent that Tom Brady could be enticed by they do have some, some gaping holes at offensive line, and they do play in Los Angeles. So all that is, is good for Tom Brady. Uh, but all the reports are that the Chargers are looking to be more of a mobile offense, having a mobile quarterback. And although you might put that on hold for Tom Brady, I don't think the Chargers is where Tom Brady ends up. The other talking point has been the Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden and company saying that they would uh, be happy to pay Tom Brady, and some have even rumored to say they would offer him a three-year contract. I don't know if they will do that or not now. Some people are backing off those reports anyhow, but the Raiders are a possibility. And then the last team that I think is a possibility for Tom Brady is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Jameis Winston appears to be headed away from the program. And there's lots of rumors about who that will be. And we'll talk about different people for Tampa Bay throughout this podcast. But I think Tom Brady has a legitimate chance to be in Tampa Bay as well. I think New England is the leader. uh, And then I think you're probably looking at Tennessee, then Tampa, then more Las Vegas and uh, Los Angeles following those teams as well. I will still be surprised if Tom Brady ends up somewhere other than New England. But it's definitely a possibility. Moving on to Phillip Rivers. He is obviously done in L.A. and San Diego. He's done with the Chargers. And, of course, all the talk for Philip Rivers has been the Indianapolis Colts. They say it makes sense. He's worked with Frank Reich before. Uh, so the offense is similar. And, and there's already some familiarity and all that, that sort of thing. I'd still be a little surprised to see Indianapolis go to Phillip Rivers Again, smarter people than me have said that's where he's going, so there's a very good possibility it's happening. I just think Indianapolis is going to have other uh, opportunities and other suitors and uh, and maybe not wanting to go with Phillip Rivers, who's not in the prime of his career. The other teams that are possibilities for Philip Rivers, the Las Vegas Raiders, again, John Gruden is big on, on uh, older quarterbacks who won Super Bowls with older quarterbacks. Uh, he He's definitely uh, uh, shown himself to like the veterans over the young guys as far as depending on them. And so I think the Raiders is a real possibility. And then the team to watch out for is Jacksonville. We'll mention them only once or twice in the rest of this podcast because everyone's saying, oh, they're going to go with Gardner, Gardner Minshew, which is a possibility. But I think Phillip Rivers would be an intriguing fit in Jacksonville as well. So, Rivers teams, do I have them to the Colts, the Raiders, or the Jaguars. Next is Dak Prescott, probably the best young player on the market this year. Not probably, he is the best young player on the market this year. If he doesn't sign with Dallas, Dallas is crazy. And Dallas uh, has been saying that they're either going to tag him or sign him. They want to sign him, so they say. I think Dak Prescott gets signed in Dallas, and he's the long-term solution there for the Cowboys. Then on to Jameis Winston, Tampa Bay uh, was quite an interesting team last year. Winston, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and many people said, oh, they'll bring him back and they'll sign him to you know, something uh, simple, one year, two years, whatever it is, and give him another shot. But the things that uh, Bruce Arians was saying about Jameis Winston here in the offseason, I don't know how in the world he could go back to Tampa and have a decent relationship there. So I think Jameis Winston's on the move. I have no idea where he fits. I have four teams as possibilities, but none of them seem to me to be the perfect fit. Uh, One would be, again, in Indianapolis. Uh, Again, they have uh, good coaching. They have uh, a good team, great offensive line. And all of that could help Jameis Winston. Whether or not he ends up there, and I have not seen uh, a whole lot about him going there, but it is a possibility. Tennessee is another team. If they do not re-sign Ryan Tannehill, or even if they do, I don't think Jameis is going to want to go somewhere where he's not going to be allowed to compete for the number one job. But Tennessee could be intriguing if they do not re-sign Tannehill. The Raiders, another team. Uh, Jameis Winston is, is young, and I'm not sure that Gruden would want to deal with him or not, but... He would have that possibility to bring in a guy that has great upside if he can get him to, to stop making the turnovers. And uh, so there's a possibility there. Then the intriguing one that I've heard recently is the New England Patriots for Jameis Winston. This just doesn't seem to be a fit at all. Personality doesn't fit. Uh, talent level doesn't fit. I don't see it happening, but I've seen reports about it recently, so I figured I'd put it on there. Jameis Winston, I have no idea. Indianapolis, Tennessee, Las Vegas, New England, somewhere else. I don't know. On to Marcus Mariota, the number two pick behind Jameis Winston in the draft a few years back. Uh, he will definitely not be a starter in the league at least week one in the NFL. A few teams to watch out for for Marcus Mariota. The Chicago Bears have been the most mentioned team for him coming in as a backup to Mitch Trubisky, but with the idea of, of challenging him, of pushing him, as Tannehill did to Mariota last year in Tennessee. And so that is a possibility. It it seems to be a fit. If they'll run the the system that they ran not this past season but the season before. Trubisky will succeed, and it would fit Mariota also if Trubisky got hurt. It'll be interesting to see if the Bears' offensive gurus will come around and run a better system for their quarterbacks in 2020. Chicago is an option. New England is a team that's been mentioned as well. Again, I don't think this would be an idea of bringing him in to to automatically be your starter, but he could be an interesting uh, backup. And then I uh, also heard Indianapolis for Mariota. Indianapolis is going to be really interesting when it comes to quarterback this year. They should end up with a veteran. Which one, I don't know. Marcus Mariota, I, see, I think Chicago seems to be the best place for him. But New England and Indianapolis is a possibility. Teddy Bridgewater is probably the best quarterback that didn't start last year that's looking for a starting job this year. And he played great in New Orleans when Drew Brees went down and uh, should earn him a starting spot here in 2020. I think there are two legitimate teams in the running for him as a starting quarterback. The first one would be Tampa Bay. This is a great fit. He is a veteran. He is smart. Uh, He has experience. Bruce Arians uh, seems to uh, love him. Tampa Bay seems like a very good fit for Teddy Bridgewater, and I think Teddy Bridgewater would be great for Tampa Bay as well. Uh, That, to me, is the leader in the house. The other team for a starting job would be the Miami Dolphins. Some are saying that Miami might uh, not draft a quarterback in this draft. They're a little further down than originally thought they would be at the beginning of this season. And now the question is, Is will Miami draft a quarterback that they plan on sitting for a couple of years behind Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, or uh, will they just pass completely on quarterback, sign Teddy Bridgewater, and help their team in other areas in the draft? I think Teddy Bridgewater would be great in Miami. It would be interesting to see if, if there is legit um, – Interest from Miami for Teddy Bridgewater. The other team to watch out for is New Orleans. New Orleans re-signs them again this year. And uh, if, if Drew Brees has a clear timeline that he's maybe wants to play one more season and then be done... And they say, Teddy, if we, you'll sign and be the backup this year, you'll be the starter next year. They're not going to start Taysom Hill over Teddy Bridgewater. And so I think that he has a good chance, if he wants to, to stay in New Orleans, back up Drew Brees for one more year, and then take over after that. And then the fourth team for Teddy Bridgewater, as I mentioned, for Philip Rivers as well, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're talking about a guy who has experience, who's proven that he can play in this league. Gardner Minshew can sell some tickets, so maybe that's the way you want to go. Teddy Bridgewater would give you an instant upgrade at quarterback, and in that division, give you an opportunity to compete as well. Teddy Bridgewater, I see him at Tampa Bay, followed by Miami, New Orleans, and Jacksonville. Ryan Tannehill came in and stole the show in Tennessee this year, leading the Titans to a playoff berth and to the AFC title game. Ryan Tannehill played far better than in I think anybody anticipated. Many people said when he got signed by Tennessee that he would take Mariota's job, but not uh, not a single person thought that he would take them to the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill should re-sign in Tennessee. Tennessee should re-sign Ryan Tannehill, but will they is still yet to be seen. One other team other than Tennessee has come up in the Ryan Tannehill Talks, and that is the Carolina Panthers. If they choose to move on from Cam Newton, they could be a fit for Ryan Tannehill. He could come in and start immediately in in Carolina. So I see Ryan Tannehill down to two teams, Tennessee or Carolina. Moving on now to the current uh, quarterbacks who are on rosters. I have three of them that are potential trade uh, quarterbacks that could move teams and start somewhere else. Uh, this year the first and most obvious one is Andy Dalton Andy Dalton in Cincinnati is about to see a number one draft pick come in And start immediately uh, they would be crazy to draft Joe Burrow And then start Andy Dalton over him Andy Dalton uh, does have some suitors and there's two teams that have come up the most in talks And that is the Chicago Bears Hi I'm Maria And I'm Mike And we're Team, team Ready, ready. and the New England Patriots. I think if he goes to Chicago, he'd be going in again as a backup to Mitch Trubisky with the idea of pushing him and possibly taking his job if he struggles early in the season. New England would only be a possibility if Tom Brady goes somewhere else and uh, they bring him in. Listen, Andy Dalton is talented, and he gets a bad rep, and uh, he hasn't won any playoff games in Cincinnati, but he has taken Cincinnati to the playoffs, and he has not had a lot to work with while being there. And Andy Dalton could be a guy that can come in, win you some games, and uh, as long as you have some weapons with him. New England does not have those weapons, and so I'm not sure that's a good fit. Chicago, I think he'd be better than Mitch Trubisky, but uh, not by a lot. So I still see Andy Dalton ultimately being a backup in the league, but a quality veteran backup who could come in, and you wouldn't lose much uh, if you had to go to him. So Andy Dalton, Chicago. Or New England. Then Cam Newton is the other one. Cam Newton, Carolina. Carolina has said, we're keeping them. We're moving forward with them. Well, you know what that means. They're getting rid of them as soon as possible. Cam Newton, we don't know how healthy he is. We don't know if he's going to be ready for the season or for preseason or any of those kinds of things. But if Cam Newton comes back even 75% as healthy as he was before, Uh, there is potential for Cam Newton to win some football games. So Carolina obviously is one place he could end up staying right where he is. I think there's two other teams to watch for with Cam Newton. I think one is the Miami Dolphins. Again, if they choose to not draft a quarterback or if somehow Tua slips to them and they draft Tua and want to sit him for a year, Cam Newton could be a great quarterback to have there. And uh, he can sell some tickets. He can bring some life and some personality to the team and uh, could be an interesting fit in Miami. But the team that I have thought he should go to all along this year was the Chargers. Chargers say we want mobility, and they have Tyrod Taylor, a a veteran who they trust as a solid backup. And they say they're comfortable with starting him, But if you can bring Cam Newton in, you can play the same style with Cam Newton and Tyrod Taylor. And he, again, is a veteran who has won football games in the NFL already. He has been successful in the NFL. And with the talent that the Chargers have around him, to me it is the perfect fit. I am all for Cam Newton to the Chargers. I have no idea if they're even considering it. But to me it's a perfect fit. Cam Newton, either Carolina Miami, or the Los Angeles Chargers. The final quarterback that's currently on an NFL roster that may be looking for a new team is Nick Foles with the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's rumors saying they want to trade Nick Foles, which typically doesn't help them trade him a whole lot when they're saying we want to get rid of him. But... I believe Nick Foles is on the move, and the question is where. There's really two teams he could start for, and I think two perfect fits for him to be a backup in. And none of those teams are Philadelphia. You cannot put Nick Foles back in Philadelphia. Uh, Carson Wentz is the starter there, and if you bring Nick Foles in, Carson Wentz throws his first interception, and everybody's going to go nuts. So he can't go back there. So I think the two teams he could be the backup at is Kansas City and New Orleans. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. They have Patrick Mahomes. They don't need uh, another starter. But Nick Foles could bring in that quality backup uh, there and play. Uh, Matt Moore, I believe, is a free agent, the current backup at Kansas City. So it could be a fit there. And Nick Foles has some experience there and with Andy Reid. Then... I think New Orleans Saints is a great spot as well for a backup. If Teddy Bridgewater signs somewhere else, they still have Taysom Hill. But again, Taysom Hill plays the receiver and running back, and and it's just going to take one hit, and he's not going to be usable as a quarterback. And so I think that would be another good fit there where he could play at a place that has a Super Bowl potential. And if Drew Brees goes down, they have a quality backup, could have a quality backup in place to help out. Two teams that I think Nick Foles could start for, Uh, number one would be the New England Patriots. To me, that seems like an ideal fit. If Tom Brady goes somewhere else, New England can draft a guy in the third, fourth, fifth round that they think is going to be this great superstar one day, and they can play Nick Foles for a year, maybe two in New England. I think with Bill Belichick and playing in that current system, uh, there would be potential there for Nick Foles to be successful in New England or at least in that division still be competitive to win that division. The other team is the Denver Broncos. John Elway has proven he prefers to bring in these veterans because he can't draft a good quarterback. Maybe Drew Locke's the answer. Maybe he is finally the one that that John Elway hit on but I see a good landing spot for Nick Foles in Denver with the, the opportunity to at least fight for a starting job to beat out Drew Locke. And I think he could possibly do it. So I see Kansas City, New Orleans, New England, or Denver as landing spots for Nick Foles. There are four quarterbacks in the XFL that have drawn a little bit of attention, at least, uh, here this year. The first one is P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker has had, I think, the best XFL season. I think he is the one guy right now. That if you're going to tune in to watch a person in the XFL, that's who you're tuning in to see, and you still may not be doing that. But, P.J. Walker has a 104.5 quarterback rating, he's thrown for 987 yards, which leads the XFL, 12 touchdowns, which leads the XFL, and 2 interceptions. Uh, P.J. Walker also rushed for just over 100 yards so far this XFL season. So could P.J. Walker be looking for a job? Was there an NFL team that will say, hey, we've seen enough out of him. We want him to be on our team. I think it's a possibility. I'm not sure that there's a team out there willing to hand him their starting job right away, but I think there are four possible teams. Three of them are in the AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts, who P.J. Walker played for. He was a backup underneath Andrew Luck, and uh, knows Jacoby Brissett as well, played with him too. I'm not sure that he would want to come in. I'm sure he would be finally coming in competing. I'm not sure how comfortable that situation would be if he did. I think the Chargers, again, there's enough mobility there in P.J. Walker. He has proven that he can throw the football, and to me the Chargers are are just one of the better opportunities out there in the league right now. And uh, So that could be a possibility. The Houston Texans, again, that would not be for a starting job. He would have to back up Deshaun Watson. But Watson is known to get hurt, and it might be an opportunity for him there, and he wouldn't have to travel very far from his current XFL job. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, Jacksonville seems to be set with Gardner Minshew, but P.J. Walker could be a guy that comes in and at the very least can compete Uh, for that starting job and, in worst case, be the backup uh, there in Jacksonville. So, P.J. Walker, I think, has a legit shot. I think he's the one that has the best shot from the XFL quarterbacks to move on to the NFL next season. The other quarterback, or another quarterback, is Jordan Ta'amu. He is with St. Louis in the XFL. He has a 105.9 passer rating, 876 yards passing, which is second in the XFL Only five touchdowns, two interceptions. He has also rushed for 186 yards. He does not have your traditional quarterback size, um, and that's probably the one thing that will keep him out of legit opportunity, at least as a starter in 2020 in the NFL. But there could be teams that look for him to come in and be a backup, and I've got three teams for that. I think number one is Buffalo. Buffalo with uh, Allen, who, who again, has the potential of getting hurt because he runs so much. And if he did get hurt, Ta'amu could come in and play. He's shown that he has the talent to be an NFL quarterback. The question would be, Is does he have enough experience? And has he proven enough that he could come in and, and play right away? But I think Buffalo is a possibility. I think Arizona is a possibility as well. He would fit as in that uh, scheme. And I think that it's uh, something that uh, that could fit with the Arizona Cardinals uh, Jordan Ta'amu. And then the Chargers again. I don't see him coming in and taking the starter job for the Chargers, and he would, I think, still sit behind Tyrod Taylor. Um, but either way, they look to go forward. He's a, he's a potential of a guy that, hey, he's shown enough in the XFL, shown he can compete, shown he can win, uh, at least at that level. And it might be worth bringing him in as a backup, and even with the possibility of of, of competing for a starting job in L.A., um, but a backup job at Buffalo or Arizona. The other two quarterbacks, Josh Johnson and Cardale Jones, have been uh, talked about in the XFL and, and whatnot, but they're not going to start in the NFL anytime soon. Both of them, I expect, back at the XFL. Josh Johnson is a guy who got offers to be backup quarterback in the NFL, even this before the XFL season started, and his contract in the XFL would not let him do so. So there are teams that like him and teams that might say, hey, it'd be great to have you as a backup. But if you're Josh Johnson, I'm not sure that that's exactly what you want unless it's the perfect situation for him. So if any quarterbacks jump from XFL to NFL, I think it's only one P.J. Walker with a possibility of two, Jordan Ta'amu. Close out the podcast today with three possible trades. I don't think any of these three will happen but it's fun to talk about trades, so we're going to talk about them here at the close of this podcast. Three quarterback trades that I think should happen. Number one, Matt Stafford. He's in Detroit. Detroit says, we're keeping them. Matt says, I want to be here. But Matt Stafford has too much talent to waste away in Detroit. He can learn from Barry Sanders. He can learn from Calvin Johnson and say, this organization I'm never going to win at. And he should ask for a trade. And I think the perfect fit for Matt Stafford is, is the Indianapolis Colts. He could stay in a dome. He would have a great offensive line, the best protection he's ever had, and a great opportunity for him. I see Indianapolis trading Jacoby Brissett, who has history, remember, with Patricia there in Detroit. Uh, So Indianapolis could trade Brissett and a pick, maybe a second-round pick, maybe a third-round pick. I don't know what Detroit – Detroit probably asked for a first, but you don't know if if Matt Stafford said, I won out – Maybe they get away with Brissett in a second, but more than likely Brissett in a first to Detroit for Matt Stafford. That's a trade that's got to happen. Trade number two, Cincinnati, trades number one overall pick, which we all know is going to be Joe Burrow, to the Carolina Panthers for Cam Newton and their number one pick. Actually, they would probably get a haul of picks for number one. Carolina has hired LSU's offensive coordinator who obviously took Joe Burrow to new heights. And so you could see Carolina saying, whatever it takes to get him, with the exception of Christian McCaffrey, we will give to Cincinnati. Could Cincinnati get enough of a haul to tempt them into trading that number one pick? I highly doubt it. But it would be fun to see Joe Burrow to the Panthers, Cam Newton to the Bengals. And the last fun trade to think about, Las Vegas has just proven... Uh, John Gruden has proven. Derek Carr is not his quarterback of the future. He may still be his quarterback for this year, but not for the future. Trade Derek Carr. Send him down to Miami. Get whatever you can get back for him. It probably wouldn't be much because of how Vegas has treated Derek Carr. Uh, But I'd love to see Derek Carr in a situation where he'd have opportunity. And right now, that AFC East is a fun division to go to. New England is falling uh, the Jets are supposedly getting better. Buffalo seems like they are there and good right now. But all that division is open for competition. Give me Derek Carr Carter, the Dolphins. Give me some fun quarterback trades. Thank you for listening to today's Sports Stove podcast. It's been a while since we've been on, and this was a little longer of a podcast. But I hope you enjoyed all the NFL quarterback talk. We will be back soon with Draft Talk. Let's get some quarterbacks. Let's get some running backs. Let's get some receivers. Draft Talk will be coming shortly to the Sports Stove Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Sports Stove. On Facebook, the Sports Stove Podcast. Follow us. Keep up to date. Comment on what you liked and disliked about the podcast. What you agreed and disagreed with. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.